Popovich. Played very well tonight. Great team defense. Did a good job. Kobe Bryant. Welcome into the Under the Hood Basketball Podcast brought to you by DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use the promo code WMVP if you're going to sign up, and you really should, for DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook. We got the Final Four happening. The Masters are right around the corner. So this is a great time for you to sign up and be a part of DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook. Use the promo code WMVP for some great bargains, some great deals on the app DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook. Well, this is a special Under the Hood basketball podcast here as... We record this on Friday evening. The news broke just a few moments ago that Porter Moser is leaving Loyola to go to the Oklahoma Sooners. So Porter Moser has accepted the Oklahoma job as he is going to be leaving after eight seasons with the Loyola Ramblers. And... The first thing I think about is everything that Porter put into the Loyola program. And if you're not familiar with his work, we're talking about a guy that from a grassroots effort was able to build a program, not just on the floor, but in the stands as well. He got a student body that was really interested in the Loyola Ramblers program. I mean, from the beginning, there was questions about the Loyola program with Porter, but you saw the incremental success that Porter Moser put into the program to the point where we saw the Ramblers in the Final Four. It's something I didn't think I'd see in my lifetime again after those teams in the 60s were very successful. But Moser was able to put Loyola on the map. And for a mid-major, that's pretty good. It's actually it's very good. Because that means that you're putting the hard work in. When you're going dorm to dorm, and you're knocking on doors, and you're going to places to try to get fans to be interested in your program because fans are so very important in that regard. And then to be able to build with the players that he had. You know, you think about Cameron Crutwig, and here's a guy here that's a throwback. He became an instant star, not just in the conference that Loyola played in, but he became a star across the country because he's a throwback. And this is someone that Porter brought to the program, and he, along with his teammates, were able to get into the NCAA tournament and make some noise and turn some heads. We hear so much about Chicago. Oh, it's a pro town, and nobody cares about college. No, there's a lot of uh, kids on campus and alums and others that do care about the college game. And I will always push back on that because if it's something interesting, definitely you're going to turn an eye to it. Uh, no matter what the Bulls are doing, if there's another story that we can follow in the winter and in the spring, like college basketball or one of the teams from Illinois to be able to get to a different level, to get to the NCAA tournament, that, that's pretty good. And so Moser moves on and he goes to Oklahoma. 
Now, this is a big step up in class for sure for Porter Moser because Moser is going to go to an Oklahoma program uh, in which Lon Kruger, former Illini head coach, he retired from the sport after leading Oklahoma to uh, the NCAA tournament. Uh, they played Missouri and won, and they lost in the second round to a team that probably can be the NCAA champion this year in Gonzaga. So no shade on that. A great career for Lon Kruger, but he retired, and so there is an opening there. But Oklahoma, a team that's always in the tournament, uh, especially in the Lon Kruger and others over the years, you take a look at the record, always in the tournament, missed it in 2017. But for the most part, you take a look through the 2000s and you see a team that's always either in the through the second round and the Sweet 16, they lead eight. Uh, they've been there a number of times. You take a look at the teams uh, that they have faced to be able to make some noise in the tournament every year. So for a quote-unquote football school, Oklahoma's done a very good job, I believe, of just getting into the dance in a very, very difficult, very difficult uh, Big 12. So Porter Moser will be roaming around the Lloyd Noble Center. And I would imagine from Porter's standpoint, look, after all those years that he put in uh, with the Ramblers going eight seasons, his teams were 188 and 140, it was just time. And as I was texting back and forth with Jeff Dickerson, the color analyst for the Loyola Ramblers on the TV side, I told you know he told me he said you know it's just very difficult for mid majors to be able to hold on the coaches that are able to provide success. There's money there, but also there's opportunity. We always rush the money. Oh, he just ran because he was trying to get the bag. Okay, well, we all know that's part of it, sure. But it's also about a greater opportunity on even a bigger stage to be able to do something special with Oklahoma. And so him working with Joe Castiglione, the athletic director, one of the most respected athletic directors in the nation, is a great fit, I'm sure, for Porter and his family. Yeah, of course, I'm sure he didn't want to have to move out of Chicago because he's a Chicagoan. He loves the city. But now it's about opportunity and be able to be on a different stage uh, away from the Loyola program. He did all he could. And I don't even think there was a ceiling to their success because you saw them make some noise and be really provide some great moments for many college basketball fans, not only in the city, but around the country. So all the best for Porter Moser. And I was tweeting with Porter's jacket, uh, sent a, a message out to Porter's jacket. He's a guy that, or, or he's at least it's a Twitter feed. It might be a woman who knows, <laughs> but Porter's jacket was uh, put in place because Porter Moser, he, uh, he never had his jacket on. He would always whip his jacket off. <laughs> and he'd, he whipped his jacket off. He never needed it. So there was a Twitter feed called uh, Porter's Jacket. And I felt sad for him uh, or, or that Twitter feed because everyone knew about Porter's Jacket. So all the best to Porter's Jacket and Porter Moser. All right, I need to have an expert to talk about this with me. Told you we got to get an expert, someone who broke the story on Twitter. My partner, David Kaplan, Captain J. Hood mornings between 7 and 10 on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Hey, man, this couldn't wait until Monday morning. We need to talk about this right now. That's a big story you broke. Porter Moser now to the Sooners. Yeah, Hoodie, it's good to be with you. It's uh, an honor to be on your Under the Hood basketball podcast because <laughs> it's must-listen yeah. to stuff. Here's the deal. Porter was in a situation at the Missouri Valley level where he felt I could be 
16 and two, have this great team. We get upset for whatever reason in the conference tournament, and it's a one bid league most of the time that we don't get in. And if I go to a place, Big Ten, Big 12, ACC, SEC, they take seven, eight, nine teams. If I have a solid team, I'm in the tournament and then try and make a run occasionally. And the money, look, he was going to go from a million to two million at Loyola. I think he was at one one and they were prepared to go to two million. But he's going to be north of three million at Oklahoma. The dollar certainly stretches farther in Norman than it does here. Uh, he would never have been hungry here, but I understand his philosophy. Here's my point. You're talking to your partner here. I'm 60 years old. If the good Lord blesses me with tremendous health and I live to 85 years old in great health, that means I've got 25 years left before I start to drool on myself. I have no interest in living 5 to 10 to 15 years of those remaining years in Norman, Oklahoma. I love what I do. I love my setup. I understand Porter doing it. I follow the Pat Fitzgerald philosophy, or he follows my philosophy, don't ever run from happiness. But I understand why he's doing it. Yeah, so let's talk about you breaking this story. When did you start hearing about this, Cap? We always knew that there's going to be rumblings, right? I mean, I don't think there's a ceiling to the success because Porter could have stayed here for the next 10 or 15 years and still get in the tournament, make some noise, one bid league and all that. But when did you hear about Porter possibly being on the move? Well, I had talked to him multiple times about that run from happiness or, you know, take a swing to win a national title. You're probably never going to win the national title at Loyola. That's just a reality. I know he got to the Final Four. I know he got to the Sweet 16. And could a fluky thing happen? Yes. But you're not getting five-star kids with regularity at Loyola. That's just a fact. As good a school and as good a job as I think it is, you're not. So... I knew that there had been some overtures from Marquette. They ended up getting Shaka Smart, who has ties to Wisconsin. I knew there had been some overtures from Indiana. They elected to go with an Indiana guy in Mike Woodson. There had been overtures from Minnesota. There had been overtures from St. John's two years ago. So I knew he was looking, and then I talked to someone who had a son that played at Oklahoma, and he called me and said, hey, I think this is going to go down. I'll keep you posted. He called me today and said, it's his job if he wants it. They offered him the job. Money and term will not be a factor. He can get anything he wants. And he's working for Joe Castiglione, the best athletic director in America. And I've had 10 different people today, as I sourced all this, tell me, Joe Castiglione, is the best athletic director you could work for. So yeah. it sounds like a really good fit for him. Yeah, I heard that same thing. I reached out to my friends in Norman uh, and asked about Castiglione, and they said, yeah, he's the best. So I can understand why that Porter would make this move. I'll say this, though, Cap. I mean, if you are any team, if you're a coach of any team that's a one-bid league, ultimately these one-bid leagues – they end up being stepping stone jobs pretty much, right? Because as much as you like to stay there because the loyalty, the, the kind of loyalty, the money's one thing, but the opportunity to be able to spread your wings someplace else in a bigger conference is there. I think that's the that's the big swing you want to take, no matter what, if you can, right? 
Yeah, and, and a very good point by you. You've been around this basketball scene forever. You grew up here. You, you know, you know the Catholic League and you know the public league. Yes, the one bid leagues more often than not become stepping stone jobs. I mean, let's look at the Final Four, and there's a perfect example. You had a guy who probably could have gotten a lifetime deal following his father in Scott Drew. Mm-hmm. And Valpo, and, and we go back, he's been there, I don't know what now, 13, 14 years. Valpo was not in a financial position to ever be able to pay him. What Loyola, with their amazing alumni base, is paying Porter right now. So he left, he went to Baylor, where he's making you know crazy money, four or five million dollars a year. God bless him, I get it, I understand it. Just for, you know, someone who wants to put roots down and say, that's the only place I'm going to be, that's kind of unrealistic in today's basketball world. So what's the likelihood, um, from your reporting, what's the likelihood that we will see Sister Jean kind of in a covered wagon, all of a sudden coming out on a schooner and saying, here I am? How possible, how, how is it, how likely is it for her to come to Norman? What do you know about this? So, so what I've heard is that Sister Jean has agreed to a deal where she will only be in Norman and in Lawrence, Kansas for the Kansas Oklahoma game <laughs> and on retainer, whenever they play. Yes. And she is going to listen to the armchair nutritionist podcast to keep her healthy and rolling along at one Oh one and wants to torment Danny Zetterman for as long as the good Lord lets her stay on the earth. Okay. Well, then that's what you talk pinpoint reporting. That's what we got from David, my partner, David Kaplan. Well, I I'd also, let's talk about the opening now because, okay, so here's what I love about him. I said this earlier in the open of this, of this podcast cap. I love Porter being so aggressive, not just in, as far as recruiting, but also just bringing people to the game. When you're knocking on dorms and talking to students and you're saying, hey, you're coming to the game, right? You're coming to the game. I mean, that's something that head coaches don't do. I will always appreciate not just putting a winning product on the floor, but also knocking on doors to make sure that there's a winning environment where there's fans that are involved and loud. Man, coaches don't do that. They don't have time for that. So, Who's the next coach that could be able to do something like that to bring that same pizzazz, that same feeling for Loyola when now that Moser's out? Well, it depends how much money they want to put into the next coach. Do they want to put into the next coaching position a million dollars? You can go get some really, really good coaches. And just to show you how different that job is from another mid-major job in our state. Northern Illinois just hired a new coach in Rashawn Burno from Arizona State who played at DePaul, and I believe his salary is three seventy-five. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about triple the money to take the Loyola job. That will be a very appealing job to a lot of people. I've also heard Brian Mullen's name from South, uh, Southern Illinois who was an assistant coach there and is a local kid. Does he leave Southern in the league because the money is significantly better? I'm not sure he would do that. But I also hear Drew Valentine, who's the brother of Bulls player Denzel Valentine. Drew is on the staff now. It keeps continuity. And in a world now where you can transfer from school to school without having to sit out, which I think is a horrific rule because you could have any high-powered big-name school call up the kid playing at the lower mid-major that they missed out in recruiting and go, hey, you want to transfer? You're immediately eligible. 
And so it's very hard to build a program today. So, yeah, and it wouldn't shock me if Porter took a guy like Krutwiger Williamson with him. Mm -hmm. Those guys could transfer because they get an extra year of eligibility due to COVID. So we'll see. Cap, I mean, you've seen the Oklahoma program. How much of a step up in class is this for Porter? Because now you are the little fish in a big pond instead of being the big fish in the valley pond. I mean, how do you think he's going to do? I think he'll be really good. I think he's taken over a team that the program's on stable ground. Lon Kruger is, you know, an excellent coach. Is he a great coach? No, but he's taken, what, two teams to the Final Four? I mean, Lon Kruger can flat-out coach. And he's been an NBA coach, so he's walking into a situation where he's got some talent. They were in the tournament. He's going to have to keep that talent. He's going to have to build his culture the way he likes to do it. But I truly think if you're prepared to live in Norman, Oklahoma, and give up on Chicago, this is probably a really solid fit, and he's got a great AD. I mean a great AD. I talked to a guy whose son, play, as I said, played for him, and I talked to another guy who coached there, and he said, Joe Castiglione, all he asks is, do not cheat. Please make sure your kids go to school. Do not embarrass us in the community, and you can coach here a long time as long as you're competitive. He's not looking. Would he like to win the title? Sure. But he said, get me to the tournament. Maybe get me in a little run once in a while, and we're good, man. I just want a class act manning my my, uh, sports programs. So that's the kind of guy you want to work for. Well, Cap, I'll tell you this. With Underwood uh, doing so well at Illinois – with Porter leaving to go to Oklahoma, this leaves a gap, doesn't it? I mean, Yaklich is still is going to be in year two, new DePaul coach. Chicago State is is floundering. There's Bradley, Illinois State, SIU, Northern's got Bruno. It's there's a big gap with Porter leaving after Underwood. It's kind of a toss up, isn't it, in the state? Yeah, I mean, Chris Collins, I think, has a chance. If he can, you know, get that thing revived again, he had it rolling when he went to the NCAA tournament and should have beaten Gonzaga, and for whatever reason they lost in round two but won their first game in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Chris is being handsomely compensated. Uh, I talked to a lot of people today who are very critical of the hire DePaul just made, not only for a head basketball coach, but the hire they made for athletic director. So is DePaul going to take the next step and get things rolling, or – are they going to continue to border on irrelevancy? Only time will tell. I hope Tony Stubblefield is the right guy. I just don't hear really good things from people in the industry. Well, my friend, I just want to reach out to you because you had this breaking news. And this couldn't hold until Monday, man. I mean, it's it's red hot. Ported Oklahoma, and then we got to find out who's going to be the Loyola coach. I'm just glad you made some time for me on this Friday. My guy, I make time for you 24-7. You're my guy, and you're the last person I ever want to work with in the rest of my career. Uh, you, you know we're rolling, right? This is, this is, <laughs> this is, <laughs> you, you sure you don't want me to edit that out? You sure? Leave that right there, man. That's my dream. <laughs> my friend David Kaplan, again, morning 7 to 10. We'll talk about this again on Monday, but we just wanted to give you this special podcast uh, to talk about this breaking news. Porter Moser leaving Loyola to go to Oklahoma. All right, my friend, take that. Have a great weekend. Take that, Nation. Says thank you, Jay Hood. I'll see you Monday, kid. And there it is. Don't forget to catch Cap and I 
with more analysis, maybe Loyola will zone in on a head coach by the time we get around to next week. But this could wait until Monday. So thanks so much for checking out the Under the Hood Basketball Podcast brought to you by DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook. And don't forget also... Find this podcast on Spotify. Download the podcast on Spotify. That way you never miss an episode of the Under the Hood Basketball Podcast brought to you by DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook. Have a great Easter.